La 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 la. Okay. I think I got my love. Is that right? La 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 love. <laughs> All right. Uh, now that my throat is clear, uh, I, guys, I got an amazing episode coming at you from uh, live from Childerberg. Uh, it's going to be a crossover episode with the fellers from Timeline Earth and also Guy Swan. But before you listen to that episode, now that I've got your attention, it's an opportunity to tell you about Black Captain. Because any of you that have not gone already and purchased Black Captain, I mean, you know that I've got a car door to pay for. So please go to theblackcaptain.com. I promise you, it is an incredible work of artistry, an incredible work of sounds, sight, there's no sights, I almost said sights and scenes, and that wouldn't make sense, because it's a podcast, and I don't want to waste your time with this plug, I want to get right into an excellent episode that I have with the Timeline Earth guys, but I can't get into that episode until you go to blackcaptain.com, you spend your money, it's $20, you get three hours of content, it's pretty incredible, so go to theblackcaptain.com, Check out theblackcaptain.com, and now let's get into our uh, live, which I'm going to do more live episodes, because that was a ton of fun, and I just had to get into a tent so that I could do my skills before I start the podcast. Normally, I don't put that on air, but, you know, I figured if I'm going to be plugging Black Captain, I really got to get my levels correct. You know, you can't just scream like this out of nowhere. You just try and sit in a car and scream in this fashion without warming up your vocal cords you're going to end up with an issue. So, you know, tips of the trade. I know a lot of you guys are trying to get into podcasting. You're not sure how to do it. People email me all the time. They're like, Rob, what you do is incredible, and I'd like to be more like you. And I give them tips. I tell them, first thing you got to do, you got to shave your head bald. You got to get rid of that hair. If you're looking at nice hair in the mirror, you're not going to feel uncomfortable with yourself enough to yell in the way that I do. So that's the first thing you got to do. Uh, you definitely need to be on like a carbs roller coaster where you just ate a sandwich and now your mood's dipping, so you're thinking about dessert. That's the perfect energy to be in. To be, I said I wasn't going to waste time. I, I'm doing that thing again where I go on the tangents because I have ADD. So let's get right into this episode and just go purchase theblackcaptain.com and that way I won't even need to do introductions before I got whole good episodes that you can listen to. So here it is. I'm not talking anymore. Right into the live episode. Uh, I, I I got the Pfizer one first. I didn't like the flavor. Right, so I you got figured, the Moderna. Okay. I'm gonna get the J and J. Have you gone? Have you gotten two of each of those? Or like you, you started with Moderna? You started with Pfizer. You're uh-huh. like not for me. Yeah. I'll do a Moderna. Yeah. Now if you go back and you get a Moderna after a Pfizer, according to like their thing of needing a second, do- does that do anything for you? Uh, yeah, it, out maybe. yeah. I don't know. I felt very logical in the process of it. Because uh, I do feel like if you are getting the vaccines, you might as well get all the vaccines. Well yeah, they, sweet, that's sweet. yeah, yeah. And like three cause, masks. Because right? same principle. Bring the runners home. Clear yeah, the bases. fucking fill up on the vaccines. Yeah, yeah. they're the best of the best. So yeah, um, I've been thinking after the Pfizer one, I was like, you know, Jeff, I think he had a there was a bad rap behind Jeff. Absolutely. After I got the yeah. yeah, well, I call him Jeff. Yeah, 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 yeah me and right. good friends, and um, and I think after I got the Moderna, I was straight up like I think he was framed. I think he was framed. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think framed him? Um, Wexner and the Mossad. They recruited him early, and they were putting him on these missions. Some very of rude people. Some bad people probably framed him. I think. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? I think what we were saying before was assume, he. Do you think he at least got to fuck some kids along the way? Because if you get pulled into that whole racket and you get framed for this operation, yeah. At least if you got to do some kid fucking, maybe it's worth it. But do you think like it was a total frame job? And he, I think he it was one hundred percent a frame job. He never fucked any kids, not one. whatsoever. No, I think Jeff was the first one to get the vaccine, and he died. 
And so what they did was they fucking went in into the jail cell afterwards. They tied a rope around his they neck to and clean, squeezed for a little while. They had to clean it up yeah. because they they're tr- they they want to wipe the world clean of vaccine deaths. And because yeah. he's in with guys like Bill Gates yeah. and he's in with Big Pharma, Correct. he got early access to the vaccines because they knew Corona was coming. And yeah. they're like, we want to be protected. We got protected. you, Jeff. Here's the juice. Epstein dies from taking that very vaccine. Yes. And now they got to cover that shit so up. So they're choking right. him out. In so the, they choke well, yeah, him out. He's the, yeah, yeah. You know what's wild about... Um, so they just got that, like, uh, the dudes to sign off that they weren't doing their job during when Epstein hung himself, but they're not getting prosecuted. What the fuck? Wait, they're not getting prosecuted? No, no. they're not. Because they admitted to the fact that they weren't, like, doing their job well. They're, <laughs> wow. And, and that they were Is that playing, how that works? That they yeah. were playing we video up, games. So you can't punish us. That's the thing we got to keep in mind for the podcast. We yeah. Admit that we were, we're not good yeah, we start blasting like, slurs then, out. Yeah, Guys, we, we knew we were doing yeah, it. We said we were going to do that. Why? We can't be in trouble for that. Our honesty should save us there. Yeah, I don't know, man. Dig us out of a hole. Yeah, I think we're in some dark times. We are. Yeah. We are indeed. News media and, and so on and so forth. I yeah. still think the if there's one thing in that storyline that I'd like to see them finally cop to, uh. it's uh, where is the safe? They went into his house, yeah. and the FBI took took that safe. Yeah. Obviously, because it's filled with all the juicy stuff they don't want any of us to know about. Uh-huh. But if there's one thing that the public should just be demanding, it's like, show us the fucking safe. I think What's they did the a burial at sea like Osama bin Laden. It's just down with, at the bottom. With, with, with Epstein? With yeah. Jeff? No, the safe. The safe? Yeah. They, they just chucked it, it out there? Sea. Yeah. Man, I can't imagine what would be in a guy like that safe. Woo-wee. Probably pictures, of, of, all, yeah, pictures yeah. of all the kids he fucked. Yeah, a lot of yeah. Fo- or was friends. So it's empty. Was, it's yeah, empty It's empty because the guy didn't fuck it. Yeah. That would be an empty safe. Didn't fuck one kid. Yeah, not one. As far as we understand it. Yeah. Well, it's a bold claim, so I just want to recap, because yeah. l- let's introduce what we're doing here. We're actually out at Childerberg. We're doing yes, we it. Are. We made yeah. it out here. Chili 3. I'm uh, recording live with uh, Carr and the Birdman himself. Um, I think both you and I in person disappoint people for being less chubby than they expected. Yeah, they want us to be fat because yeah. they, want, they want us to be lesser than them. Yeah. Is that what it is? It's 100% what it is. They look at us like if we're fatter, they go, well, you know what? They might be bigger. They might have more of a name, but they're, they're fatter. That's oh. what they do. That's what they try and tell themselves. But really, we're thin. We're beautiful. We're very well wanted. We're wanted. We're loved. So we disappoint them because when they listen to us, they're like, this guy's entertaining and I'm better than uh, him. Yeah. And then when they show up and they're like, oh, he's not even that fat, yeah. it almost ruins the illusion of, yeah. it's like the hot chick at the party you think you can bang, yeah. so now she's more attractive. That's what we are to people, where they think we're fat, chubby assholes. Yep, and we and, actually come out, we're some of the most beautiful people anybody's ever seen. And then they're just like, you know what, I'm not, but the, do they still listen to us or do we end up losing I audience? I think they only listen to us because they think we're fat and ugly, yeah. But then once they're hooked, yeah. <laughs> they don't actually then leave. They, then they fuck off because they, yeah. yeah oh, I mean, so these think, guys are so just beautiful and funny, there's no way. So you think we're losing people by I showing do. up by and doing live us, events? Yeah, I think by being us, we're I don't know if we're that handsome, off. but I do well, like your take. I, well, this is only audio, right? Yeah. So we are really handsome. Okay, we're fine. Extremely handsome. There you go. We're selling it. Right. You're pitching your dick out here at uh at uh Childerberg. Ch- Childerberg. Yeah. Where are all uh are you guys pulling any groupie puss at this event yet? Has no, it not happened? Yeah, it hasn't swung by. I, I expect any minute now though. I walked Especially around. Especially after we set up the podcasting booth. That'll yeah. surely, <laughs> surely bring them around. Yeah. Because I walked around last night offering to sleep with women in the back seat of your car. Uh huh. Yeah, we were gonna blow the back shocks out. Yeah, and yeah. I thought people would be like, wait, I, this is my opportunity right. to have sex with Robbie the Fire yeah, in, in Carr's car. car. Yeah. I yeah. thought someone would want it in on that story, but frankly, I was planning on sleeping in the grass. I felt hundred yeah. percent sure that <laughs> I was gonna come back, stumble back to my car, and sure enough, there's 
Robbie rocking the rocking the car. Yeah, well, walking around and just screaming, "Where are the mushrooms?" Got me mushrooms. Yeah, so. well, yeah, yeah we I did about that last night. Do you Success remember story. much of last Success night? Success story of Childerberg Three. Robbie shouting about mushrooms <laughs> so and some, then actually getting mushrooms. That yeah. was amazing. So some guy tells you to go to the first tent to get mushrooms. There was no first. There was tent. no Can first tent. Can you explain tent. that to me? Because yeah. I was so high, I couldn't. I barely oh, okay. understood. It was so when I was hanging out uh, and we did the show last night, which was an absolute blast. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Someone came up, to, like everyone was coming up to me and they're like. I, trying to hand me, which is great. I get everyone wants to hang out with. I got the show to do, and then I know I'm going to be drinking at one in the morning. Yeah. So I've learned how to pace myself yeah. while doing this, and then so I just I'm like, dude, I'm going to be out here later. We can hang out. Can I? This is when I learned this one, by the way. When uh -huh. I did Pork Fest the first time, there was some guy came up to me, and like before even we did the first podcast in the afternoon, he was like, "You got to meet my wife. You got to have these." I'm like, dude, I'm going to be drinking later. He goes, "No, you got to drink with me." I was like, dude, I'm going to do a stand-up show at yeah. eight. And then I'm partying. You can party with me. Yeah. yeah. I was like then looking for the guy after the stand-up show because I was like, dude, where's party guy? I was like, I told him I would party with him. I want to make good on my promise. He was passed out on the other side of the stage in his own vomit. And I'm like, wow. Oh, that's why you wait. That's yep. why you fucking pace yourself, yeah, yeah. you know? And, and and you were working with a tough crowd, too, because we were all drinking since 2 p.m. Yeah, that was... Uh, Half the crowd couldn't even, I think, when they were <laughs> out of it. They were like out of it. I had... I had fun. I got my laughs. Yeah, I think I everyone dying. that came out to see oh, me dude, killed, was like, yeah. "I'm happy to yeah. see him." But that was that. I that was work. We like were deep yeah. in it. There were some like there's some shows you show up and it's uh it's a good crowd like and you know what I mean. It's hot. Yeah. You yep. guys you guys were work, but you had been drinking in the sun since 2 p.m. Yeah. Which can and I, doing a lot more than just drinking too. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god. I'd like to address that. I, I love whiskey. I'm a whiskey guy. Yeah, yeah. But whiskey to me is kind of a cold weather winter beverage. I'm not like when it's hot out. I don't want like. Yeah. Switch over to your gins. Your yes. Vodkas, yeah. And fizz it up. Yep. Yep. You were yep. pounding claws. Yeah. You want to ex like explain myself? Yeah. No. no, no perfect. Excellent. Wait. Why do you? Why? Why do you think? It's contentious topic. The White Claw. Yeah. Okay. People seem to think they have opinions on it. Yeah. It's one I would defer to. Like White Claws are better when there isn't a bitch in your ear telling you they're not. Right. Yeah. I yeah. like the uh, controversy. I like the pushback that I get. You, it makes yeah. It, it makes better. you feel powerful, feel right? Because powerful. That, when you have and one in your hand, you're drinking it and you're right. going, you're looking at me. Also, yesterday, if you remember, your responsibility was to anchor the vibe, and I was kind of the chaos yeah. agent, right? Right. And so that was kind of how we were working it. And then today, I'm anchoring the vibe. You're the chaos agent. Yeah. So. The way we switched off yesterday was very interesting. So yesterday, I wasn't even going to come out. I've been, I've been going at this for seven days. I've been having a hell of a vacation. I was fucking exhausted. So I took a siesta, and uh, I decided to go down there. I was calling myself the anchor because mm -hmm. it was anchoring the vibe at the Childerberg camp. But eventually, the anchor gave way, and I went to you guys, and then you became the anchor. All right. Uh, you were anchoring the vibe, and then Carr today, after waking up at 10 a.m., which is pr pretty late for you, oh, pretty late, late for you. Yeah. yeah. You're anchoring the vibe today. Now I'm anchoring. Yeah. So the weight shifted around. Full circle. Tomorrow you'll anchor. I w yeah, I'll be anchoring. Yeah, I'm gonna be anchoring again. It's good stuff. What are the obligations as anchor? Uh, you keep it real cool. Yeah. Yeah, hold it down. If the vibe shifts even a little bit, you got to shift it right back. That's a Childerberg motto. So right before yeah. you, you know, when you went on to do your stand-up, I saw you were in work mode. You were, you were, you know, you were thinking, you were pacing, you were, you were working through it. That's kind of the responsibility of anchoring the vibe as well. You're on the job. Yesterday was stressful. Was it was it extremely not? stressful, oh, although I, you handle it like a champ. I mean, thank it was you. incredible. You know what? At first when you were throwing, I, I didn't know it. Now I, 
what you're describing is when you're the host of the party yeah. and you don't just get to sit back, you're actually kind of running right. around trying to make sure everyone's yeah. having a good time. Yeah. And so you feel, you know what, anchoring the vibe's the best way I've ever heard that put. Yeah. And the anchoring fact the that, that I guess we're, we're smart enough to realize I have an obligation here because I do feel that way. If you go out, like yeah. this is, this part, me being an introvert, part of why I like sitting quiet in my room is that I have the energy when I'm out to be pleasant. Oh, yeah. It's like a, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's a fucking mental choice that if I'm going to show up and be around people, I have to be on and pleasant. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, like some people, I, 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 they almost feel like that's being fake or phony or whatever. It's like, no, no it's that's just, you got to do it. That's yeah. part of being. You feel a, that urge, right? To yeah. Like, yeah. I'm at the party. I'm not just going to partake in the party. I'm also going to help organize the party and help keep the party going. Anchor the vibe. We got, well, we got but, this anchor right. here where we are right now recording, which before that yesterday we were. Man, last night we were up till 4.30 in the morning and a whole lot of things were said. An the anchor There was way. no anchor. The anchor oh, gave way. We didn't did have an anchor. Yeah. Just before did we you guys clear the air? Got, hold on. But before that, Scott Horton's got his own anchor over right. there. And then there's a big bonfire over at the other. There's three anchors at the party. Right. At Childerberg. Three anchors. So now last night, man, we stayed up until 2.30 or 3, yeah. right? I like how you guys installed a noise machine for the podcast. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. 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 And talk about anchoring the vibe yeah. for the listeners. You're yeah. like, we want you to experience all of the. Uh, it's windy as shit. Yeah, it's no, windy it's all, as shit. You guys here. don't have to hold it. It's fine. My 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 fans are used to shitty audio quality, so <laughs> we're doing our best. We'll just deal with it. It's also that there's so much open air, and we decided, hey, let's go underneath the wind machine. Yeah, well, yeah, that was kind of a poor choice <laughs> in retrospect. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah, it's all good. God, what did we get to last night? I learned this. Get this. I think I have it written down on my phone. It's pretty profound. We were talking with, um, shout out to Wendell. Yeah. What a name. Night. Yeah, great. Just showing up with a name like Wendell, that takes balls. Excellent. A lot of power. Excellent. <laughs> he, I mean, he was uh, a peak form. Mm -hmm. Like, he was a man in his peak form. He, he was. He represented the Wendell name well. Insane, dude. So, we're talking with him, and something that I had learned, we were talking about rolling coal. Oh, you know what? Let's yeah. make a change here. No, no, no. Let me, uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I interrupted you for no reason. Oh, it's fine. All right, go for it. So we were talking about rolling coal. Are you familiar with what rolling coal is? No. So um, I'm going to do a very poor explanation here, but okay. from one New Yorker to another, we don't do this there. Right. How it works is um, as, as a car is driving by you, they will mix urea. What do they call it? Yeah, something. Urea or something like that. It's like piss. Okay. With their diesel fuel engine. Okay. And it spits out this black soot. Okay. And it goes all over your car, and it blinds you, and you wait, gotta wait. pull over. So I, I can just like pee into the gas tank. From what we're I, gonna this get, is from what I there. gathered. Right, we're gonna get to the what I learned. Okay. Which is Wendell, who is a truck driver, was telling us. Well, let me tell you a little bit more about that. You shouldn't do that, because. And let me just make sure again that I have the quote that he he wrote up. Yeah, you cannot piss in diesel, because it creates a crystalline structure. Which? And he's looking at me. With like fire in his eyes, and he's telling me you cannot piss in diesel; it will create a crystalline structure. And when someone says you cannot, to you got to do obviously, it. Obviously, obviously, I have yeah, to do yeah, it. Yeah. So when he said that, I couldn't breathe for about five minutes. I saw you knocked you into like a trance. Yeah, it was an absolutely insane statement I it never was. heard before, but it's true. So I learned all about that: rolling coal and uh, pissing into your diesel engine. No, but what sounds the most fun about pissing into your diesel engine is actually opening the tank, put your dick into it peeing into it and then going I'm gonna go get this guy it's, it's <laughs> the, the ritual of it almost sounds more f like the funnest I, I I really just like the idea of 
putting my dick into my truck yeah. like you're gonna fuck it yeah. kind of thing uh-huh. and you might you might do a little one you might you're out. already in there and it's, it's lubed America. up who's yeah. gonna tell you not yeah. to do right. that dude wouldn't it be great if they just put flashlights where you're getting like yeah. everyone's Every- while everywhere <laughs> they just put them everywhere the anywhere anywhere that you're gonna do something for more than 30 or 45 yeah, you're, seconds you're like leaning. making coffee there's like a flashlight uh, a cop, there. Uh, you're on the highway you're on the highway you're suspiciously standing next to your car a cop comes by he pulls over he goes what you doing over there you taking a piss you can't do that he goes like no officer I'm just fucking my car just fucking the car. Have you ever jerked off while driving to stay up? No. Is that to a stay to up. stay yeah. up? Have a cigarette. Well, you could do that too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next topic. All right. Uh, <laughs> you jer- hold on. Jerking off puts you to sleep. Well, once you finish, See, that's, that's the problem. Your, yeah. It keeps you up for a while. <laughs> that's the self-defeating cure. problem with this here is you're you falling jump? asleep you right behind the, the road. From your house and and you're like, let me just blast it. Yeah. 30 seconds. <laughs> it, it keeps you up for a while. Just blast <laughs> another one off, and then you're fucking more exhausted. So you're like, all right, get hard again. Get hard again. Get Blast another one off. Like how many miles are you driving, and how many nuts are you bursting every you know 10 what? miles? I'm, I'm sorry I introduced the topic. I thought you were going to get my back. All right. Let's get back to what you were saying, that you guys were anchoring the vibe we all day. Vibe. You're like, I'm responsible for this thing. I want to make sure yeah. people are having a good time. Yep. But then you said late at night, you got hammered, and it took a turn for the worse. Was there some air, like some some clearing of the air? Was there aggressive things said? It was a wonderful time. It was just, uh, it was drug addled. It was yeah. intense. I, I had at one point, as we were talking, I had people just handing me vape pens. I would go from one, and he would be like, now take a hit of this one. I was going to go from one. Somebody had a, a pre-roll. It fucking knocked me on my ass. Yeah. Hell yeah. And Dude, it, that was I, after 14 hours of smoking. Right. The pre-roll knocked me on my ass. Again, you know if you're smoking for strong. a whole day? I'm it sure you've done a binge smoke where you smoke from when you wake up to when you go to bed. It's called but college. It, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Every day, baby. You run out. By the end of the day, you smoked as much as you did in the morning, and it's like nothing. Right. This pre-roll, it got you. I was in the sky. That's the best when you've actually been smoking all day and, like, you want to s- still get, like, high, but, like, you're just kind of... And then you hit something that's, like, a higher quality bud, yeah. and it actually gets you up again, and you're like, hell yeah. Yeah, man. Nice. Dude, I loved early in the night someone handed me a joint, um, which is great. Same thing, because I'm pacing myself, and then when you remember at, like, 1 in the morning, oh, yeah, that fan handed me a joint earlier, and you can bust it out, and then... Now, are you at the level where you'll still do drugs your fans give you? I mean, I smoked that joint. Nice. So, um, yeah, I guess I'm not that concerned about anyone trying to drug you, me. Because you know, well, yeah, because you know, it's not, I don't know, maybe I'm too paranoid, but at some point you're going to get so popular that there's going to be someone who's like omits the fact that there's PCP in it or something oh. like that. You go crazy, no, man. I'll say, yeah, you see? I'll say, I'll say yeah. two, th- one is, I, 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 maybe I don't want to say this on air. I kind of like the idea of being drugged because there's certain drugs I would never take. Oh right. Because yeah. I wouldn't do it. You'd be worried about but, it before. But if you in. drugged me with it, I would kind of be like, oh, I got to have that experience. Like I would never take PCP. No, but if but someone if you, if you drugged me with get, PCP, yeah. but now here's the thing, I'd only want that once, and please don't do it. To no, me. Yeah, really. Like, I'm not even gonna. Like, ju- I'm not even gonna yeah, keep like the joke going because someone here. will. Yeah, I, like, but <laughs> yeah. You, you, someone, I get like I don't like. I really want to bite on this joke really hard. Like that's why I almost didn't want to float it. Yeah. But there's a part of me that's like that's in like i would never like i've never really done acid i've done mushrooms plenty of times yeah like if you put one in my drink and then i was like no nah, please don't do that to me i'm yeah, just not no. into it really yeah, no. i'm attracting it yeah, yeah no yeah, yeah. it's I'm not a, good we need to re-anchor Bert. you we, can't we drug somebody with something that lasts longer than 30 minutes yeah that's true too if it's under 30 minutes if it's like dmt and, and, or salvia and you just go in deep for three minutes and then you're back and you're like how was it that's okay that's one thing right but if someone for, yeah here if you goes just committed a 26 someone 12 hour hours, trip now yeah, yeah have fun 
I'm almost too trusting my fans because people were saying that when I was doing Summer Porch Tour that you're going to show up somewhere and get killed. Uh, but thus that far... That just thought you were just doing it right. Yeah. yeah. Thus far, I've, I've met nothing but cool and nice people, and uh, I find... Please whatever, don't kill me. <laughs> whatever vibes we're putting out, it's attracting the we're right people. We're anchoring the vibe. I, right. We're anchoring the vibe of the fucking universe. I'm right. saying the people that are showing up, I don't feel are going to drug or kill me. Yeah. Um, but let's get back to the, the tent Jeffrey number Epstein, one. Jeffrey Epstein? No. So this dude, he's like, <laughs> you know, he's like, we're going to party. And I was like, cool. He's like, we're going to do. I was like, you know what? That'd be perfect. This is also like a hilarious uh, um, drug when you start figuring out like, what drugs you you can take so that you don't drink too much? <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. Oh wow! I never would have thought of that. Yeah. So, so you're taking drugs to, so no, that so it can stave off of that alcoholism. Yeah. So you're like, oh, this is perfect. I know that I don't want to get too hammered. So if I just have like a little bit of mushrooms, I won't really drink, and then I can fucking party out at at, at um, Childerberg without like being fine the next day, good to go, sure. not, without sending myself back too much. It's drug math. You start figuring these things out wow. after no, enough road work. So and. But he told me, he's like, I'm in tent number one. I'll be easy to find. And now I show up. It's like when you show up and you think you got, like, Chinese food in the fridge. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, your whole day, you're, you think you're coming back to, yeah. like, a specific meal in your fridge. It's the anchor. What? The anchor of your life literally. is knowing that that food is yes, in the literally. fridge. Yeah. yeah. And when you come back and you're like, you're not mad. Like, if your girlfriend just told you, and in this reality, I have a girlfriend. Um, <laughs> if someone just told you, hey, I ate that thing that was in the fridge, you would have picked something else up. It wouldn't have bothered ah. you. But when you show up and you were expecting it to be right, there, right. and it's not. Yeah. So I was fucking expecting I'm going to show up, tent number one. Mushrooms, please. Take yeah. t- Exactly. Take my mushrooms. <laughs> and then All I'm right. just going to walk down the <laughs> yeah. Childerberg line, yeah. ha- swing some beers with everybody, oh, yeah. live podcast. And then I discovered that there was no tent number one. No. There's no tent. There's no tent structure here. There's, there's no tent structure. There's no number one. Somebody said number one. I yeah. was like, there's no first. There's several ways to get in. There's no first yeah. tent. There's no way to there's get no in. There's way, no way. Yeah. yeah. I was like, did I invent that person? Did he even exist? When did that guy talk to you? Post show? Pre show? No, pre show. But yeah. but I found him. We I took a cap and uh, it was a great evening. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was good. And then I did. Uh, maybe we could do this next year. We could promote it. The mushroom scavenger hunt where I was I was I was doing like Childerberg like. It was GTA where I was like, yeah. I was just going on simple missions. Like, we got to find Scott Horton. Okay. And then yeah. we found Scott Horton. But it was fine. It was more the adventure of tracking yes. him down. And then I was like, I got to go find yeah. the guys and, you know, see if we're going to podcast. But it was just fun, like, darting oh, around. Yeah. I stopped. One of my friends, his name is uh, Francisco Alderondo. He never told this joke on stage, but it, it was one of the funniest things a comic said to me in passing where he's like, I'm 45 years old and I can't play video games anymore because you start realizing, like, I can't just be in a digital universe running errands. Yes. <laughs> and you realize every single yeah. video game, that's it. You're just running errands. Yeah, like 100%. GTA, go there and get the bullets. Go here, bring your car for repair. It's like, I got to do that in life. Like, I don't need to be yeah. driving around some digital just landscape. Another chore. I yeah. got to get on the video game and do some more chores. When somebody says that, it ruins video games because you realize every single game, it's just some instruction to go somewhere and get yeah. something. Yeah, you're not completing anything, really. Yeah. It's, it's all just kind of satisfying what's going on in there. Just watch a movie at that point. <laughs> So this is easily the biggest uh, Childerberg you guys have yeah, done no yet. Doubt. For sure. First one, yep. shout out to Jacob. Yeah, shout 100% out to shout out to Jacob. Yep. He's a doer. Like, he, he actually gets shit done. Man. No, he is, man. He when really he is. says he's 
going to do something, he does it. And uh, Yeah, and, yeah. and he, he says he's going to do Childeberg Town one day, and everybody better take him very seriously. Yeah. I like his idea for it. Yeah. I just want in early on the crypto, so if it turns into some kind of a scam, oh, I can yeah, cash we out. Oh, yeah, we cash out very yeah. quick. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, and by the way, I'm all for cashing in on the fan base. I'm all for oh, yeah. robbing them blind. It just, needs to oh, be, yeah. it just needs to be a large enough base that we can do it once and be yeah. set for life. Right. And then I'll take a hard turn for socialism as long 1, as I can thousand. cash in. Well, that's the move every time. <laughs> that's the move every time. Is if you can take the uh, and by the way, as fans of capitalism, this crowd would have to respect that. They would. One thousand percent. We provided because we value. Anchored the vibe. <laughs> because we, we anchored that vibe. We anchored it in capitalism. Of, then moving swiftly to socialism. Yeah. Can I can I bring something up that I I can't get out of my mind? I know you're an experienced pot smoker. Okay. And I knew because yesterday you pulled a move I've never seen before in my whole life. Oh my god. Do you recall? Dude, it was artistry what you did. So <laughs> yeah. you said you you refer to yourself as a germaphobe. Yes. You, you still say that? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So you did this move I've never seen before, where you cup your fingers together and you just make a ball out of your hand. Everybody listening, try to do it. Just make a ball out of your hands by interlacing no, your fingers. No, it's a one. It's a one-handed move. Yeah, that was what blew that me away. That was a one-handed, a one-handed move. move. So yeah. can you explain the move? I Absolutely. think he was blocking the wind with the other hand, but the action was happening with one hand. Oh yeah, I might have cupped it with the second hand. I, yeah. So I here's think, the move. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I, and by the way, if you ever see me like at a live thing and you want me to teach you this, I would gladly I pass this know. on. Yeah, I need to know. So between your pinky and uh, what finger is this? The, the one next to the pinky. The one next There's to the pinky. There's only one next to the pinky, All so right. that one. So. You, yeah. You put you put the tip of the joint in there and you squeeze it, right? Yeah. And then you close your hand so that the joint is on the bottom, right? right? And then you pull through yeah. the top. The thumb hole or yeah, whatever. You, throw, yeah, yeah, you yeah. pull through your uh, thumb hole and, you know, top of the twist in, when you jerk off yeah, finger. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what it's yeah. called. Yeah, the, <laughs> you got, the ring. The, the ring. Yeah you, got, yeah, you got your finger flicking people off. Yeah. And then you got the finger that you're really using yeah. when you're twisting so that you can come. Uh-huh. Uh, then you got the pinky finger and then you got whatever the... And two of your buddies are jerking you off while you're doing Yeah, exactly. Thing, and right? then you got the finger in between the, the middle finger and the... Can you imagine a doctor actually using this chart? <laughs> yeah. Like, you broke your finger. How to smoke weed if you're a germaphobe. Yeah, yeah. So you got to jerk a guy he's, off. He's got it up in the, in the little waiting room. Yeah. Where he's, <laughs> no, he goes, your fingers. Well, it looks like you fingers. broke your jerk-off finger. <laughs> we see this a lot. It was just artistry because you created a, a bowl yeah. with your hand. And I'll tell you, uh, this is a hot take. But for some reason, that the draw on that is a little bit harsher. Really? But I think gets you a little more stoned. Wow. It's like a, it's a different draw. Yeah. You, I would think that the, it would be much smoother draw because it's got all that air in your hand to. No, it's a little bit like if you've ever um, done like the joint into a can move. Yeah. yeah, it's instantly in your mouth. It doesn't really cool down at all. Yeah, yeah. there's something about that that's harsher. So this is like yeah. this is similar to that, but it um, was a real like move. Yeah. It was a real, and you did it, and I can't, I don't know if you were doing a deflex. No, you were it was, trying that to was, play it off. That was not a flex. That was not, well, that it was, certainly that felt was, like a flex. Well, right? I'm, I'm glad that uh, I can't that show you, you a single it. thing about marijuana that you don't already know. That's the thing. Um, and you just showed me something fascinating. You're a sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to use it every time. So, in hanging out in Texas, I would say one of the few things that have disappointed me the, thus far is one I haven't met that many people with a thick Texas accent. I've met a couple. Yeah, I didn't either. And also if I hung yeah, you got a real thick Texas accent. If I hung out here for a week around people that talk like him, I would be talking that way. Dude, it's the it, most 
magnetic accent. It, it of fucking all rubs time. off, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying y'all. I'm, like, I'm not saying y'all. I'm wearing a cowboy hat right now for all the listeners. Yeah. There's someone, a cowboy hat on my head right someone now. drinking some beers, getting us some sandwiches yeah, or what? It's excellent. It's yeah. an excellent accent. It, and if, if just roll, did you like, did you just cut like first word out of your mouth as a baby? With Ma? <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yeah. Ma, I'm looking for some more tit milk. <laughs> Bring them big old titties out here. I'm getting hungry, Ma. Yeah, it's it's one of the best. It's so good. The uh, the other thing I got to figure out. I somehow packed too much clothing and went through all of it. I don't know why I'm wow. going through as much clothing. How often are you changing? What, what's your routine? What's your? Schedule? I don't know, but yeah, I guess it, so. Be- you you don't like to be sweated. No, no, that's the clean thing. I love thing. to be sweated. That's disgusting, dude. It's great. Smell me. I dare you. Oh no, I have yeah. no interest in Back taking up a whiff or of. Accept the scent. That's yeah. an anchor. That that's you an should anchor. get that shirt. That is a great <laughs> Back shirt. Back up quote. or accept <laughs> the scent. Put that yeah. down. That is. We a have great... a T-shirt in the works right now, actually. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember what it is. Um, it's something like "Give your baby crack," or if you don't want to, don't. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it, actually, I think it's specifically no, give, it you, was, give uh, your baby crack or right. you're free not to. Or you're to. free not to. Okay. And then we're going to brand it for the Libertarian Party. party. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's fun because you're like, am I reading something profound here? Am I missing something? Is there no, some sort no, of an no. insight? It's a, it's, that's libertarianism yeah. right there. Give, give your, your baby, baby crack. Baby cocaine. Or, or you're free, you're not, free to. not to. Also, there, we, they, you have to put a big space when you're doing the actual font. Right. It has to be far down. Yeah. Right. So that you, in your mind, as you're reading it, there's a uncomfortable pause give your baby crack or you're free not to the other thing is we still don't know if giving your baby crack doesn't give it superpowers i don't know how many people have really experimented with that in a scientific way in a scientific way that's, yeah that's a yeah. tough rider you can to blame the schedule that, for yeah. that the what you can blame the drug schedule for that we oh, you mean that we can? Yeah, 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 we should be drugging babies with all sorts of crack, shit to see what gets what makes some or, x-men we're free yeah. not to or <laughs> Or we're free not to. We're free not to. Yeah, well. that's right. Yeah. That's yeah. a vibe anchoring move right there. Free not to. The you other- can put anything before you're free not right. to. And at, when then, then when you say you're free not to, you cannot get angry about it. Because I gave you permission to not do it as well. Right. So I was telling you. you Anchor could, move. You're, you're, you're more than welcome not to do it. I also I saw some pictures of me on stage and I couldn't believe how creased my shirt was. I got to figure out how to not have creased shirts. Creased your shirt? Not happening. Yeah, it was it was pretty yeah. creased. I, yeah. Maybe, well, maybe I was just self-conscious about it. Well, yeah. you probably hadn't had time to air out on your body because you just changed into it. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. yeah. I've noticed we got a fair amount of truckers listening to us oh, yeah. uh, just from hanging out last night. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And uh, I want to I start this honk for freedom every single episode. I'm going to request that if you're a truck driver right now, you're listening to this, honk that fucking horn. Honk. And I want to create, I want to get one car accident in the name of freedom. <laughs> and then I will retire well, from podcasting. No, I want, I want every single time I'm going to do it in every episode just to call out for a good honk, honk on the road in the name of freedom. And then report back if you caused a car accident. <laughs> you want him to and do like, like a we, brief one or a long No, one. I want like an obnoxious like. <laughs> You yeah. honk until the accident happens. Oh, no, that's wow. too much. No, it's it gotta, much? Right, it's I'll gotta be off. one, and then hopefully, <laughs> off yet. hopefully, yeah, back the in. audience grows to the point where there's enough piece, people listening to this that one truck driver does it. There's an old person in front of them, oh, yeah. causes an accident, uh-huh. and then I caused a crash in the name freedom, of freedom, bitch, and, yeah. and then, and then I can move on. I like mm-hmm. that plan. All right, so you guys have, uh, you've rebranded. You're now Timeline Earth. Here we are. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm curious to know. I feel like uh, every. Most of the people I meet that are kind of a part of the podcasting liberty space, uh, I feel like in our own little autistic ways, 
uh, we all have like one thing that we're a little bit more focused on or something. It's almost like your superpower thing that you're interested in. So I'm curious, what are some topics that you guys, and maybe it's just e that Epstein was the first casualty of the uh, coronaviruses, mm -hmm. but what are some like the uh, recent things that you guys have been like super focused on or Fauci wanted to share with people? AIDS. Fauci okay. About that AIDS one? Do you think he fucked the first Canadian monkey? Canadian Bioweapons Factory, 1981. <laughs> Oh, you think he actually... Yeah, Fauci created. created AIDS in a Canadian bioweapons factory in the year 1981. Is this... Uh, uh, what? Uh, give me some of the evidence. Give me some of the facts. Give if me some of the proof. If you go and you check the Canadian bioweapons facility that the coronavirus you came out of... You can see pictures of him fucking the monkey? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, like the, it's, like the, it's like the JFK slides. You can see flipping through like, oh my God, he's actually fucking that monkey. <laughs> Fauci, I was fucking the monkey. I was fucking the monkey, yeah. He so, wasn't even using lube. He was just yeah. asking for something. Going in. Monkey. You chat if you go to also monkey assholes are gross. Like I've been in safari no baboons. Like if I was gonna fuck Good an animal, a monkey would be the last on that list. <laughs> yeah, no way. Yeah, no, I would not fuck a monkey. And a monkey wouldn't what take animal, it well. You'd you know, have to what, like tie it down. It would get violent. Let's shift over to this because this is our bread and butter. Yeah. What, what animal, animal are you would gonna I fuck, fuck first? Uh, that's it's gotta a be a goat. One. That's a classic. No, because goats. That. You, no, no, no. You're so wrong on that. You, Why? They you, have pussies like humans. No, but you don't want to fuck goats because I heard uh, Bob Saget <laughs> say this. They eat like everything, and uh -huh. sometimes I think they got sharp vaginas because of all the shit they're eating. Yeah, you don't want to fuck a goat. I think that's why people go for sheep. I've heard that oh, sheep have the closest supple. thing to um, to vaginas, and they are docile because they're sheep. Uh -huh. And then you also got a lot of shear to like hold on to, so you, you got can get a, a real you got good. You got a connection on your phone. You can get a good thrust motion. I'm not looking up Google goat vaginas. Pussy. I'm not looking up Google dolphin pussy. Wait, you're saying dolphins It'll got blow your pussy? Mind. But you'd have to pull the dolphin out of water in no, order to she'll have flip sex over. with it. No, there's no way you're going to fuck a dolphin underwater. If she wants you to, it'll happen. Oh, if it, she invites you in? Yeah. But how are you going to, uh, you're going to like, suffocate? Because the dolphin's no, going to get you, into it and keep going missionary. deeper into water. It's, it's missionary. missionary you're, you're above the water. Yeah, she's below. It's right a real union. On the surface of the Yeah. Okay, and I, bet, and I bet she can kind of... If you had kinda, an internet connection, I would really recommend you look up dolphin pussy. And I bet with the, uh, with, like, the flipper action, you know, she's pushing back. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, which she's makes all the difference when you got a girl who can get into your rhythm and push back. Yeah, and she's going. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, and then you look down and you go, "Fuck, it's a fish. It's yeah. not a human. I forgot." <laughs> no, but at that point, you're out in the ocean. Yeah, nobody this would is, know. It's yeah, international waters. It's there's no law covering yeah, this. There's no. You, you yeah. can get away with you it. Get away with it. Why and not? if anything, you if you feel like you've tracked down a mermaid, you Nothing don't even have to claws. feel worried about You know about what's crazy? This. Human women are the only things we'll fuck with claws. You, wait, you're calling nails claws? No, I'm saying we, there's no other animal you could fuck with claws. Not one. I'm lost on this one. I am too. No? Nah. Eat, eat Name the mic. one claw. Yeah, move that mic in. No, say no. Say, are you free not to? Yeah, are you free not <laughs> no, to? No, there's no animal. All right, so you, you can go sheep. Right. And you could say, I could see people fucking a sheep. I don't think that's where Robbie's hung up because that's not where I'm hung up. You're saying that women have claws? Oh, yeah, you've never seen these ladies who get the nine-inch long? Oh, that's like a nail, yeah. though. Have you ever been scratched by one? I guess it's not. It's a fucking claw. Yeah. That's a f And they do it on purpose. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now, are you getting scratched by women that you're fucking, or just like... Sometimes on the street, they Let me tell you a serious... <laughs> let me tell you... Let me tell you a serious story the other Insane day. Insane claim. You're still in New York? Um, some... I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm living in Connecticut, but I'm in New York a couple days a week. Just the other day, I almost got tased. Some fucking... I was on the L what train. What are you doing to people that they're you clawing and tasing the, you? You ever been on the... <laughs> have you ever been on the L train? Uh, I mean, not recently. <sighs> the L train is, like, freak fest. Okay. Freak fest. So there was this guy walking around, and I could only hear... And he was just going around and fucking shocking people. No! With a fucking taser. 
Jeez. Yeah, that's and no one, no one, no one beat him up or. What are you gonna do? He's got a taser in his hands. Get the fuck out of there. It's crazy to me with subway violence that um, at any given point with subway violence. There's enough dudes on the train that they could take care of the that, person. You know the it, bystander effect it, does crazy it things. It never, to yeah, it's yeah. it's w- w- specifically on subways because you know that no one's going to come to support you. So now nope. you're just getting your ass kicked. Oh yeah, it's like it's like right out of an action movie where it's the circle of ninjas, mm-hmm. and so he can take on one at a time. Yes. So no, you know what I mean? It's like you're you're not going to coordinate with the other people on the train of no. this guy's got a taser, so you're just going to get your fucking ass kicked. Right. Do you think that some of this is also like if you if you were to go to a boxing match, you're not going to go break up the fight, right? Because you went there and they're right. agreeing to fight. Is some of this that if you get on the L train, you just know <laughs> that there's going to be fighting and like that's there's just- a lot. People don't wear shoes. If you and the idea of not, the idea of not wearing shoes on the subway is is worse than not wearing shoes maybe anywhere else. Hmm. Maybe anywhere else. Let me get back to cat pussy. Okay. Okay. So I made a statement about sh- sharp claws and animals and you fucking cats. Fuck. Right. I cannot think of an animal with claws. That would be suitable for fucking. Badger. Badger. <laughs> Sloth and badger? I don't know. I don't Anyone so. else in Childerberg know of an animal that you can fuck without claws? With, with, with claws? claws? I'm lost on this one. It's not my t- it's not my topic it's, of expertise. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So other than bestiality. Right. Which, which we can now move on from giving crack to babies. We did. This is all, right. by the way, go watch Timeline Earth. Okay. Because this is basically routine, the content. Routine, routine content. Routine content. Yeah. So we did... Giving crack to babies. Jeffrey Epstein's innocent. Oh, AIDS. You were talking about that. Um, so tell me about Fauci AIDS creating AIDS. in a Canadian AIDS. bioweapons factory in the year 1981. Okay. If you go and you Now, look- what was... Did he go into this thinking, I want to create AIDS yes. and I want to put... Now, so what, what's Fauci's angle on he creating is, he's AIDS? He's a soul collector. So he's trying to kill as many people as possible so that their souls can fly up to whatever uh, uh, disease demon is collecting them. And, does, and, ha- and what's his profit in this? Um, a nice, a nice apartment in hell. Okay. Yeah, nice apartment building in hell. Now, what do you think this meeting looks like? Like, does the devil recruit Fauci? He like finds him and he goes, "Listen, I've got an, I got an offer for you. Yeah, I'm I looking." Think he for sends some- him an email. Yeah, and yeah. he goes, "Listen, I'm looking for someone to collect some souls, and you're right. a smart guy. Yeah, and I think you can maybe create some sort of a virus. Yeah, and I specifically want to target gay people. <laughs> yeah, well, at first, <laughs> yeah, and then, and then remember because they found traces of the AIDS virus in the coronavirus. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, you're 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 blowing my mind oh, yeah. here, dude. What was the what was the trace? The same I, monkey? I'm not a doc- yeah, <laughs> the, the monkey fucked monkey the bat? <laughs> jizzed into a different jar, yeah. I don't know. Coronavirus was also gay. That's no, like the 100%. 100%. 100%. So yeah, Fauci crazy. created AIDS as a test run. Nixon helped him do it. No, Reagan. What am I saying? Reagan. I'm but losing specifically, my edge. It, yeah. It's not even a profit motive. He's in... He's oh, it's in greater with- than profit because hell is eternal, so he needs a good suite there. Okay. And yeah. so at this point, what did he do wrong first? We realized, I'm definitely going to hell. He went to medical school. That's it. <laughs> Just being a doctor yeah. will sure. set I found you... out that medical malpractice is the third largest cause of death in America, and it blew my fucking mind. Number two or one is like alcohol, is Well, you got to look attacks. at it this way. You know, every job in the world, no one wants to work it. No. So a doctor's no different. Yeah, and have you ever met some someone point... who went to, me- went to medical school? It's 95% partying. No. And doing ketamine. Oh, yeah. No. 100%. <laughs> Doctors 100%. are not. There are people who are I'm very offer, mad at me I'm right now. I don't give a flying fuck. On yeah. this one, but, uh, it's you know, 95% doing ketamine with your friends. Is that I it? think. Yeah. I think it's more they're fucking dorks uh, no. and really smart people. 
but the, no, those are the chemists like <laughs> Fauci. Di- yeah, but the regular medical doctors were all fucking doing blow and ketamine, and yeah, I believe this wholeheartedly. Uh, I gotta tell, say, tell, tell, uh, suggesting your fans should drug you and then also calling doctors dorks is a really ballsy, uh, b- ballsy yeah. Sunday for yeah, you, Robert yeah, Bernstein. <laughs> yeah, now I'm not. Nobody's gonna, gonna be there to catch you. You when know you what? Fall. I'm right. I'm retracting my statement about fans <laughs> drugging me, and uh, if it, I'm I, like, I want to be able to continue to casually take joints from fans, and I won't be able to do that if anyone. I think I just made you. I think I just got you to the point where now you can't. Now what? you're a celebrity. I know. I you think. Can't. Yeah, you might have just ruined my good time uh-huh. of casually. Sure uh, all right, so let's hit some of the uh, big news stories oh, this news. week. Um, unless there were any other recent. No, I'm good on bestiality. I'm good on drugging kids. I'm good on AIDS and Fauci. Because I want to give everyone a platform to get across their big things this that they want the world to know about. 100. And so you feel like that's you covered. All I need to, yeah. That's it. Yeah. What am I? I'm not a storyteller. Or yeah. Anything. You can. I'm just you here can, to you talk. can drop the mic. You covered yeah. your topics. That's it. I offer no expertise in any field. Okay. And what about you? Were there anything that you felt people no, need I, to be aware of? Or I feel like that, you feel like that covers bases, it? I, think, I yeah. would hope so, yeah. All right. So let's hit some of the biggest news stories from this um, from this past week. We've already talked coronavirus. So the first one is there's something really weird about the way that the news is able to switch on stories uh, from denying something. And uh, the bad story. So um, early on. You had people uh, like myself, Sam Parker, pointing out on social media, hey, it looks like this thing's been made in a lab, and you'd be removed from social media. And that was, by the way, back then, that was like even worse than now when you're like just questioning, hey, are, is it a good idea to be getting these vaccines? Right. And I'm saying you were treated the exact same way. You were a fucking lunatic yeah. talking about Bigfoot and you were anti-government and you were an asshole right. if you were saying, hey, I think this was made in a lab. Which we do all those things already anyway. What? That's our repertoire, that whole that whole set. Okay. Bigfoots and all that. So it switches, yeah. right, where now everyone's like, this thing looks pretty clearly to have been made in a lab. Yeah. But now they've got pictures of the bats biting the people from the – it's like – did that suddenly appear now? Where did the New York Post have these pictures? Like, yeah. suddenly you have these pictures and you're ready to print? It's yeah. like, it seems to me like they're very clearly just sitting on the information and then yelling at us. Th- and then some like some sort of a wheel turns where they're like, oh, we're allowed to run this story. And then they're mm-hmm. good to go. It's like a secondary folder. Hey, if the uh, market is willing to accept this narrative, let's put it out. Mm-hmm. But it just seems so flagrant to me that they clearly have that other information that they're just not publishing it. What was the impetus for them to switch over to the uh, to the to the uh, lab leak? I think. Was it the the, the CIA? My, in my opinion, Josh Rogan. Oh, okay. Josh Rogan's just research. The popularity of yeah. Uh, I think Josh Rogan, who was working for the New York Times, I think when that guy finally was like, actually, there's pretty good evidence that this came from the uh, the New York Times. I'd so be like, well, we backed this guy all the time in the past. Right. Oh, okay. So I don't it, think it's as simple as a one to one. Like, sure, sure. oh, he says it. So we got to go with it. But I, I mean, we. But it was it was a critical I could find you a live evidence. science article from 2020 that was yeah. saying the exact same thing. It leaked I from that specific lab. I think it might also be that the Republicans. You got to understand, we're watching theater, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, I've made this joke before, but politics is just who farted. That's it. Hundred percent. And they're not trying to solve anything. It's just Democrats, Republicans trying to blame the other side. Yeah. So they're starting to realize that there's a lot of Americans that don't like the way government stripped us of freedom this year, mm-hmm. and to whatever extent they can expose the Democrats and Fauci for lying, 
right? They're going to get some bonus points. Like, that's now the theater. Yeah. So you got guys like Rand, Rand Paul and Jim Jordan who are Rand actually... Is killing it. Yeah, Rand is killing Rand, it right I have now. A, the most. I have the most, like, ex-girlfriend relationship with Rand Paul of all time. He does amazing things, then he does something that just pisses me off. I won't talk to him for two weeks. Right. Then I'll come back every time. Yeah, well, you, you can get suckered by <laughs> the Republicans right now. You and I were talking about last night where you look at DeSantis and you're like, this guy's fucking for freedom and this is cool. But you know if he had any power, he would yep. instantly yeah. do things that, you. that would... Yep. That would Bother but, you, but, but we, we agree the moves in the legislature are just solid good moves because yeah, you can't like take it. that stuff out. No, no, it's very it's difficult. Seems, seems seems that way. Yeah, but I'm not the best. Like what are uh, what are some of the specifics? Well, the the one is the, the I mean he codified into legislation. Uh, there's no more mask mandates. Number right. one, and he codified into legislation. There is no right for a business to ask you whether or not you're vaccinated. Right, and then this was uh and he's going after uh the. Uh, cruises because he basically passed laws that the cruises could reopen and then the cruises said that they will only reopen if they can be 95% vaccinated and he said I'm going to fine you guys for that because that's against the the spirit of what I just put together for you Um, and it's fun to see like a Republican who is fighting you know for our freedom against this vaccine nonsense Uh, but the second he gets some power it will it will turn um, it's also interesting to see because I would say at the moment he's got to be front runner against Trump to yeah, try know, and take the Republican the nomination. That he could make for Florida and for himself would be to run for president. You think so? He has to stick with Florida. Yeah, yeah. You don't think he, because uh, he won't be popular I, outside of Florida? I, I think he could become the president of the United States, but I think that does absolutely nothing for him or anybody else. Right. What is that? Guy? I mean, right? He's just gonna get lost. The, in the president doesn't the... make a lot of money. Yeah. So it's not like he's doing it for that. The speeches that he's going to be giving, are they going to be that greatly affected by him becoming president? He's already a superstar. Yeah. So what extra money is he going to be pulling in for being president? If it's about money, if it's about actually getting things done, have we not learned over the past 25 years that you cannot get a fucking thing done? You're well, saying if he, if he actually cares about freedom, he, he can concentrate on his state. force yeah. people to be coming to Florida with all these amazing moves he's making. I mean, it's really hard coming from New York right. to look at Florida and be like, I'm not going to move there. No, I'm going to move there. I like, think the nature of the game is that if you, like, you want to become president, if you can. Yeah. I mean, if that's I, the game he's playing. I, I just wonder. I think he, I think they're all. Because the bl- governor and the president, I mean, theoretically are on an equal par, and that's how they should be. In his state right. versus the federal government. Right. But, but that's why we have a Supreme Court, because the two of them have to duke it out. It's not like it's assumed one is greater than the other. One of them is the commander in chief. Right. But you're but talking within you're talking within the theoretical framework of how you would like government right. to be. If you're going for this is the peak of the peak. Right. It could easily be the governorship for you. It doesn't right. have to be the presidency. Right. So I and that would be a good pitch to DeSantis to go, listen, I think you yeah, can, be begging doing it. Yeah, you yeah. can be like, I think you can reframe what being a governor is yeah. and make that a bigger job by we, saying, I'd rather do this than that. He's the one. But doing I that. think the reality is that these guys, they like, it's just, it's the big game. It's like getting into the Super Bowl. If that's the game he's playing, then I'm just glad he's putting legislation out that's going to be hard to get I rid think, of. I think one thing that you got to consider too is the this, and a lot of this is sounds like probably down the pipe uh, uh, and kind of wishful thinking, but you know. The idea of secession, or at least uh, increased federalism, yeah. uh, has been has come back into vogue, especially uh, since COVID. And you know, it could be that DeSantis 
sees himself as the president of Florida, not the governor of Florida. And uh, yeah. Florida is a separate, you know, that is what it's, it's starting. Gomez, to, it's, baby. Yeah, dude, it's starting to get a little bit because all of these all of these legislative efforts that have been happening across the southern states, whether it be guns or covid or or whatever, they're kind of flaunting the the, the idea that oh, yeah. the federal government is greater than them in some sense or yes. they're testing the waters. And I'm no fan of government on any level. And, you know, it, they're they'll turn around and do bad things too but um that's that's an interesting thing and maybe DeSantis sees himself like do you want to do you want to have do you want to be a popular president of the essentially the country of Florida um or do you want to inherit all the problems of the United States yeah. and never get anything it's done? such a bad and probably be crucified value by the media. proposition you're never going to be popular all right so next big news story of this past week is uh there's a lot of scary news coming out of India with all of the variants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I kind of haven't been reading the news stories. And the reason being that I feel that at the beginning of this thing, they lied to us so much with like the thing that was going on in Italy right. and everywhere yeah. else. And and even here, the risk that like, I've just kind of checked out. Yeah. But as I start reading the, the stories a little bit more, I do start wondering, am I being full of shit here where I'm not even, I guess, looking at the other side to see if there's some risk to these variants yeah. that I haven't really explored. And I, I, I try and flag myself of like, hey, am I in my own feedback loop here where I'm not even open to other things? So I was curious if you guys have read up on any of what's going on in India with the variants and if there's any concern there. I don't know about India specifically, but there was a great exchange between Rand Paul and Fauci not long ago where uh, Fauci basically got him to, I mean, they were getting to the part where he was talking about masks and vaccinations. We're on a boat now. If you're listening to the yeah, show, we just got on the boat. We've set sail and uh, we're we're bringing Childerberg to a here. new location. Yeah, it's gorgeous out here. Uh, we're we're searching for women. We, we got onto a boat. We heard that <laughs> well, women dolphins. like boats. Dolphins. Yeah, dolphins. Yeah. Uh, we, we're now horny for dolphins. Uh -huh. And after that conversation, we secretly shifted to the boat. Guy, don't go too far. I'm about to uh, bring you on in a oh, minute. Yeah. You gonna go take a piss? You can go take. Oh, yeah, that would, that's probably not a bad move. If, uh, see if Amazing that we all pretend to be the smartest party, and no. we've all sat here for 45 minutes, and no <laughs> one's like... allowing this. Yeah, yeah, no one's like, hey, can we just take down the wind machine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that, so that interaction happens between Fauci and Rand. Yeah, that's their names. And, um, I mean, it was a, basically the point... The Rand sun! Why do we do that? Getting burned. Oh, yeah, now we got to put sunscreen on our pasty asses. Basically, we got to a point where uh, Rand was like, just show me any piece of evidence that you possibly can that the variants have a significant risk factor of transference and then lethality. And Fauci could not do that. So, I mean, you could... you could. So is it just poor standard of living in India that it's... Uh, I mean, I don't know why the variants are spreading that way, but it's a cough. Right. And I'm not... I was never worried about it really to begin with. Right. And I'm not worried about it now. And then I would also think... Especially since already at herd immunity for the regular one, and they have right. no ability... They have no evidence to suggest that the vaccine doesn't prevent variants effectively. We're at herd immunity for that, as far as I'm concerned. Right. And I, I guess the other... I don't... Have they shut down travel between here and India? Because if not, know. they're kind of no just idea. asking for it. Yeah. Standard I mean, that I know of to come into the state countries is that you have to have a vaccination. Yeah, well, card? I don't think you have to have it. Well, you need to have a vaccination, or a, I think you have to quarantine test. for uh, yeah, and you have to quote, 14 uh, yeah. days or something I don't, like I don't that. think we have any specific, like, no, you can't 
go to that country uh, or come back from there anymore now. All right, last uh, general news topic, and then we're going to bring on Mr. Swan to discuss some recent Bitcoin things and some financial news. Uh, but what's your impression of Gates? It seems like the story's starting to turn on him a little bit now that he's getting this divorce from his uh, wifey and, like, some bad media is coming out. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you got? You think he's a sweater-wearing nice guy trying to solve world problems? Do you think it's somewhere in between, or are you guys totally in the conspiracy camp of uh, this guy's working with working with Fauci, he's trying to herd the population? That's the one. Yeah, yeah, that's the one, right? We're yeah. in on that? Yeah, I think we're in on that. Yeah, we decided a long time ago that that was where our podcast stance was going to be on Bill Gates. I love it. And before I bring Mr. Swan up here, uh, let's get a quick sponsor plug-in, Drive, D-R-Y-V-E. You want to be as smart as Guy Swan. You're going to hear some brilliance. You're going to hear a guy who actually reads books. He's able to keep his intellect uh, his intellect together. He's able to be on the spot. You ask this man anything financial. You're going to be very impressed. And I want to give you this guy's secret before, and he didn't sign off on this. In no way did he sign off on this. But I'm telling you, I saw him taking D-R-Y-V-E. I saw him stuffing that into his gums. He heard it on the run your mouth podcast he said that sounds like a good sponsor i gotta read everything about bitcoin all the time so i can be as informed as possible d-r-y-v-e-e if you're uh wasting your money on uh sugary energy drinks that you know are all full of sugar and other terrible things you buy these packs i think they're three bucks and get the first one for free by using my promo code which i think is run one but just look in the episode description there'll be a link there uh it's got b vitamins l-theanine other nootropics you put in your gums like right in, in a little bag as if you were dipping but it's not dipping it it tastes minty it's actually nice i'm a big fan i've spoke about it before it's uh cheaper and easier than coffee and energy drinks you get the little pouches, you keep it in your pocket, you can pretend like you're dipping and sound really cool, like you're a baseball player or some shit like that. But go check out the website. If you're drinking a lot of coffee or energy drinks, I promise you'll like this product. And now let's get into the second half of the live episode. All right, yeah. Mr. Swan, if you would uh, come join us, I got a microphone for you. You guys you guys uh, hang out. Uh, I just adjusted the wrong mic because I'm a putz. There we go. Let me just uh, test your levels there. Give it a check, check one, two. All right, perfect. So one of the big financial topics this past week, and uh, no, hang on, Mike. You guys don't have to, to don't have to bounce. Uh, one of the big financial topics, and when it comes to this stuff, it's never covered. I don't know if it's your topic of expertise. It's basically just exists in the headlines and with no explanation. Okay. But the biggest thing that was going on this past week was um, there was the reverse repos where all the banks are looking to basically get liquidity off their balance sheets and hand it back to the Fed. I don't have a full understanding of what is going on here. And you know what, I guess before I, I'll hand it off to you first and then I'll, uh, I, I have one takeaway, but I, I'm curious if you have any insight on what exactly is going on there. Okay, so the kind of the reverse repo market and everything, like the just the overnight repo market in general is, uh, is largely a, a facade of trying to appear as if you are worried about the amount of reserves that the banks have. Right. Um, and in a lot of the laws and shifts in uh, requirements and regulations since the whole, like really, because this started to unravel at the end of 2019, so it was really pre-COVID. Um, in fact, they, they had to do like 600 billion or something in the month of September. Um, and it kind of just went under the radar. Like interest rates spiked overnight from uh, it was like 1.5% to 10% in like a matter of hours. And the Fed came in because this was the, this was them just trying to unravel all the shit they've built up for the last 10 years, you know, since 2008. And 
basically it was it was kind of the final nail in the coffin that like okay yeah this was all a facade we're just printing money and we're just buying up assets and treasuries because nobody else will monetize our debt and uh and this is just them continually trying to make it look like okay we need some I, sort of reserves and we need to be playing the game right. properly and the fed is really just kind of it's just they're just printing the money and putting it on their balance sheet whenever the whenever the um, balances don't line up. So we said they're two, cooking the books. We said two things there which are interesting, so I just want to explain if I heard it correctly. Okay. The first is the Fed, we need to finance our government and we need to pretend that there's demand for basically our debt. And mm -hmm. so the Fed's buying more of its own debt to create this illusion that, you know, there's basically buyers of it. Yep. And so part of that is a transaction with the banks to um, pretend like there's more demand for government debt that there is. Is that is that part Basically. of the element? Basically, okay. And yeah. then the other thing that's happening is with the reserve ratios. You're saying it's like, I, I, my general feeling when it comes to the banks is that we're kind of in a hostage situation, <laughs> where if anything happens in the financial, if anything happens to the banks, it showcases to the world that the financial system isn't actually solvent. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you got to write down assets, which includes our own currency, right? And then we're all fucked. Yeah. So the banks kind of win because. Pensions will be the first losers, which are people retirement and then just general us. So it's like we're in this hostage situation where the banks get to constantly say, hey, if you don't fix this signal, which is essentially our balance sheet and pretending like we're solvent, yeah. look at what's going to happen to everybody else. And so then they get their bailout. Yeah. So that seemed to me what was going on the last time with the repo market is basically they said, um, banks don't have enough of their like reserve requirements, so we're gonna flood the market with all this money. And now they basically go, oh shit, we actually flooded them with too much, so we got to get some of this off the books. So they're now just taking it back. So it's kind of like, um, but what's interesting, I guess, is like you were saying, it would just kind of showcase the insolvency of the system without them stepping into, uh, like you said, cook the books. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's that's pretty pretty decent simplification of it yeah okay any other insights on uh what's like what's going on with the reverse repo you think people should be aware of or that, that we basically covered the gist of it um we're i think we're moving closer and closer i mean it's been kind of a process of 20 25 years now but we're going full on mmt and universal universal basic income uh without a doubt um it just it's just kind of a natural process because they've they keep backing themselves into a corner like there's no way to unravel it when essentially the quote-unquote problem is real prices and so they have to dampen out the prices to make sure like, like you mean as, infl as inflation comes as, as uh, uh, in uh, like interest rate prices like this is this is how they manipulate the market and supposedly get what they want out of the macroeconomic environment is they encourage everybody to borrow money that nobody actually has by manipulating the interest rates down um so it's like uh the the analogy i use is that it's like a like a price is a gauge like it tells us something real about the economy so it's like an altimeter in a plane so if it says that you're flying towards the ground what you want to do is pull up you want to change your behavior and what they're doing is like oh no it's like really bad to be flying towards the ground so we're just going to break the altimeter and we're just going to push that we're going to push it back up so it looks like we're flying straight. And everybody's really nice. It's like it's really comfortable for that to be the case. Because if we had to pull up on the plane really hard, uh, everybody would just like, shit would fall out of the top of the things. You know, luggage would go everywhere. Everybody would be like, oh, this is super uncomfortable. Um, and so instead, we're just flying increasingly steeper down towards the ground. And they just keep breaking the altimeter. And thank God they're here to save us. Um, but they're just cooking the books. They're covering up the fact that we're burning through capital. We're, we're destroying production. We have companies that are 
hundreds of billions of dollars in capitalization that haven't turned a profit in 15 years. Like, it just doesn't. I want that corporation, by the like, way. It's all, it's all just like, a how, giant how do you go facade. from zero to just so much debt that they just hand you money? I just, I don't there, know. There's a way to do like, it. There's, there's somebody who's got a playbook, and they only share yeah. it with their buddies. That's That's the, 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 that would almost make for a funny, uh, like a funny book of the financial system is how to be so in debt the government just gives you free money. <laughs> how to be so in debt that you're the richest man in the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just the story of making sure that enough it, it, that really is the game it's what i said that if enough other people will be screwed by you going down they'll continue to keep you rich so that the illusion is that you know everything's solvent yeah. um so there's been a lot of uh recent stuff going on um with bitcoin and let's just start oh, yeah. with the uh biggest topic which is how much should we be buying this dip oh, just as if you have dry if you have anything if you have poverty paper anywhere it needs to be turned into Bitcoin. And now is the moment because of this dip? Like, cause yes, yes. What's like? I think a large part of the selling pressure in this, um, first is we were crazy overheated right. for like quite some time. Like we basically went straight from ten thousand to sixty thousand yeah. without breaking a sweat. Right. Um, and so, so we were really overheated. And I think the the huge increase in liquidity in the last like year or two has really kind of drawn out these dips. Like you see, it's like much more gradual before it finally turned around than in like previous hype cycles. Um, but uh, with uh, another huge part of the selling pressure was that China is now cracking down on mining, and there's a there's a massive amount of mining power in China. But wouldn't the mining power? Wouldn't that mean uh, less? Uh, if it's less mining, wouldn't it make my Bitcoin more valuable? That's what's happening is that like, uh, and it, this is actually like a really, really good thing, I think, for the mining industry as a whole, because it's basically forcing the hash power to be more mobile, to basically jump jurisdictions when it becomes unfriendly. Um, and in a matter of a couple of weeks, a lot of miners had to sell off saved capital. They had to sell off a lot of their Bitcoin. Oh, so that they can move. Pick up, you know, pick up shop. And oh, so that's why there was more the supply in like the bunch, BTC. Uh, plopping down in Kazakhstan. Right. And a lot of the areas around China because they're trying to get out of, uh, specifically like Inner Mongolia has cracked down in particular. Um, and, uh, and they're used to moving from the wet to the dry season. There's like uh, coal and... Uh, Xinjiang. I thought I heard I at think. one point that they were and then there's hydro in going to like Sichuan. Greenland or other super cold areas. There's been a lot of movement. There's yeah. been a lot of movement, and they've also had to sell a lot of saved Bitcoin in order to make those moves. So for there's been a big dump, which is like fresh, right. fresh coins on the market, baby, and they're the move they're is probably I've been trying to put in every stupid yeah. fucking dollar. North Korea coal. If you can somehow open up business in North Korea and make use of all those coal reserves oh, yeah. to burn some fucking hash and mine yourself some Bitcoin, take it all. That's where the cash machine is. Uh, okay. So you mentioned that uh, China um, just banned it. I think there was another. Was it India or who? Who else just did uh, took a move against crypto? India has made a number of different moves in the past. They like banned it and unbanned it. Of course, China's done this every year since 2014, basically. Um, and uh, but I think this is this is a more concerted effort from kind of the the boots on the ground comments that leak through, um, uh, which is good. I really think uh, one of the biggest, particularly like just like kind of the stupid fud for any outsiders is they like, oh my God, China has all the hash power and they're gonna control the network. It's like, well, that's not how it works. You can't just like change the rules, but whatever. Now they've just picked up and gone, they've dispersed across, you know, Europe and uh, the rest of the Middle East and stuff. So now your so FUD do is you gone. Think, do you think there's gonna be more countries cracking down? And do you think that that's gonna uh, have a positive or negative effect on Bitcoin's value? Uh, I think uh, long-term, 
short-term sentiment always wins. Short-term, it's negative. Uh, Long-term, fundamentals always win. Uh, so it's positive. All right. Um, and uh, it'll, it'll just be a kind of a game, a hot potato, who, which jurisdiction is friendly, which isn't. I mean, you see the same thing in Florida and Texas. They've just passed laws that are stupid friendly for minors and specifically, like, come to us. Right. Um, uh, Texas just... Kentucky, uh, too, right? Kentucky, too. That's yeah. right. Um, Wyoming yeah, is Wyoming. Uh, is pushing pretty hard for it. Are you um, guys mining at all? Is it just found money that I'm not in on? Or <laughs> Mining is difficult. Yeah. It is yeah. a business. Granted, right now, if you can get a hold of some hardware, the the price right now, like there's a huge, huge uptick in mining just in general because when the price, you know, goes six X or seven X in a short period of time, the you know, the margin cost of producing a Bitcoin is still only like fifteen thousand dollars. Right. So if you can get a hold of some hash power, you got a hundred percent profit on every Bitcoin you manage to manage to actually create. Um so uh, right now there's still an opportunity, but because of that, uh, mining power is actually really hard to get a hold of. Right. That said, because everybody's moving in China and there's huge uh, there's more of an opportunity the market, for it. There's actually kind of a sweet spot right now that you might actually be able to get some and not have to wait on a chip manufacturer or whatever. All right. Three um, more Bitcoin questions. All right. Get them restless sitting on this cooler, but I want to. I got the expert here, so I want to cover everything Bitcoin. Why does Elon Musk have so much influence over the power of Bitcoin and I mean the the price of Bitcoin and how do we how do we change that? It seems like Elon Musk really can kind of just front run his own investments and that he's like a newsmaker where uh, you know prices are changing based off of the news he's making and I would think that if uh, you were pro Bitcoin the market would be bigger than just fucking Elon Musk who <laughs> fuck Elon Musk I'll just say that and you know why because you talk about fucking engineering and I, I'm an innovator I'm this billionaire he's making his money off of government credit he's playing the Steve fucking Jobs government game he does. yeah, yeah he's playing Jobs he's just he he's just uh, he's a, as much of a crony capitalist yeah. as anyone that's ever existed he's got For some real. overly evalu like evaluated uh, company that does not turn a profit that he front runs like whatever he does for for stock prices and all of his profits are in fucking credits from what i understand so yeah. I, yeah. I i don't like he's him made more profit this year off of just the bitcoin holdings that they had than their entire year of selling cars yeah unbelievable <laughs> but here's i think he's somewhat in the system that because his profits are actually coming from um government handouts and subsidies like he's in the system and as they're kind of pushing pushing this new esg which BlackRock is getting aggressive on. There was titles. Um, they changed something at ExxonMobil. They changed yeah. something at like BP. If you guys aren't familiar with this, BlackRock are currently the. Um, it's like the. Not only are they like the largest investors in the world. They're also in with the Fed. Oh, yeah. That when they process the SPV loans, all the money filtered through BlackRock. And BlackRock has tremendous influence over the market. You got this new thing called ESG investing, where they're trying to push more money into like green initiatives. And so BlackRock is not just at like the head of that. And I don't really quite understand what their profit motive is or if maybe they're holding green energy shit or they're trying to like fuck up the prices of energy. I don't know what their game is, but they're, it, it seems to me like they're somewhat manipulating the market in a big way. Uh, and so coming back to Elon Musk, I think part of what the system is going to continue to try and do is shame Bitcoin that we're using electricity. It's not green friendly. And yep. as the planet's dying, we need to get away from this thing that's just consuming energy. 
And so Elon Musk gets his fucking marching orders where since he's in the system, he doesn't get to like just pro, you know what I mean? He makes his money yeah. from government and the thing. So if he gets his marching orders, he's got to kind of follow suit. And now I'm rambling here. <laughs> so I'll hand it back to you. How do we get away from Elon Musk having as much power as he has? And I know this is kind of unrelated, but how bad is this ESG and kind of um, government narrative, because even the Fed now has got in its charter something about like uh, you know you're not allowed yeah, to make investments that are going to yeah. yeah yeah yeah. So yeah. it's not. I'm I'm saying this is like a serious drive from mm-hmm. the most sophisticated players in government that they're going to put the Fed money and Wall Street behind this kind of new social movement that you know involves uh, global warming. And the the other parts of the liberal agenda that you're you know, you're promoting minorities and all that other stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I think the big issue, just on the like narrative front, is that uh, everybody who complains about Bitcoin's energy consumption just thinks that Bitcoin is a useless toy. So it just uses energy in any form or fashion. Therefore, stupid and terrible, and we should kill it. Um, I think they're just so ignorant of so you're saying it's just education it's just it's just education um and uh more importantly like if bitcoin was going to fail because of fud it would have failed a long time ago and uh i think it's just kind of the natural process of this thing filtering through everything i mean like in the context of vsg uh bitcoin like some of the quote-unquote best fud for it was the fact that there was a huge um uh in uh i think it was inner mongolia was uh, where um, it was massively powered by coal, like a lot of the hash power. But uh, that's basically that's basically moving away right now. And the industry, the Bitcoin mining industry, has always been more renewable than basically, like from a percentage standpoint, than basically any other industry. It's like it's like like picking on the fastest man in the world for like not for not not running quite fast enough. It's like you're looking at the guy who's already winning the race on your stupid narrative, and you're bitching about him. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, Bitcoin doesn't have anything to fucking apologize for. There you go. Bitcoin is like, we're, like, Bitcoin is solving so many other problems, and the fact that the only thing that it costs is burning some energy is a godsend. Yeah. Like, it's, it's solving the problem of a billion accountants in the uh, banking industry, like, the corruption in subsidies, like, the fact that you cannot manipulate prices. There's no fake prices in Bitcoin. You, 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 we don't get a bailout when it goes down 50%. And in the context of, like, Elon and, like, sentiment is as volatility increases, um, I back to back to those, the kind of rule number one and rule number two. In the short term, sentiment matters. In the long term, fundamentals matter. Uh, we were already, like, really primed for a drawdown. And uh, basically, Elon Musk was just kind of the catalyst but it could have been anything. Like if Elon hadn't said anything, it would have been China cracking down on mining. If China hadn't done anything, it had been Nigeria rebanning uh, Bitcoin. It, like it would have just been anything and the pressure would have released and the price would have collapsed. Um, uh, and, uh, but in the long term, like holders and stackers, the people who, like when the more volatility there is, the more sentiment actually has an impact on the price. Um, so when you find that stable floor, or you get like holders just like really dumping money into it when it starts to find a base. Holders don't give a shit. You know, look six months out. Anybody who's got a time frame that's more than two weeks out is t- totally fine. Um, and uh, uh, all right, one last question for uh, yeah. you, the expert. 
All right, so I even hear Mark Cuban talking about, hey, Ethereum is the better of the two because it's actually, <laughs> it's, we're actually building off of, uh, it's got more of the transactional capabilities. Now, last time I had you on the show, you said, like, you brought me into the Bitcoin world and it's that Bitcoin is money, everything else is fucking garbage, right? Yeah. And uh, you served me well with that piece of advice because I bought myself yeah. some Bitcoin. Uh, and uh, so I appreciate it. The book that I read was, uh, the, even just reading the interesting ideas, and I'm a believer in what Bitcoin can do. Uh, when am I going to finally see Guy Swan's analysis being accurate that all of these secondary function of Bitcoin are being built off of Bitcoin? Because at the moment, at least in the public perception, it's being built more off of like the other um, the other cryptos. So when what is the time frame to where your opinion wins out? And I'm seeing more of like the secondary features of um of the crypto market taking place you know being backed by bitcoin and not the other cryptocurrencies okay okay so timeline is hard to like i think i think altcoins and shitcoins will kind of be around probably in at least some form or fashion for solid five to ten years and then there will always be there will always be a gambling circuit of this shit um i mean just think about it in the context of like like TCPIP, like the original protocol of the internet, is that like there wasn't really a whole lot of variation on it. There were, there were other modifications that somebody tried to release. Like version five tried to have streaming built into like the base layer, and it basically just never got off the ground. Um, but like in the context of TCPIP, if you could, it's open source code. So if you could copy it and paste it, and then just be like, oh, I've got like a billion more IP addresses than the normal TCPIP, and you could sell them each for a dollar. How many copies of TCP/IP would we, would we have had? Like, there'd be probably about ten thousand of them, yeah. which is how many shitcoins we have. Um, and in like regards to like, when does the prediction of you know Bitcoin being dominant play out? I mean, I think it it still is. I mean, if you look at each of the hype cycles and the previous altcoins. Everybody talks about like the Bitcoin dominance. It's like every time you add some stupid shitcoin and you sell one for a dollar and it's got a billion tokens, well then it's got a billion dollar market cap that's killing the Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin dominance, and it's just that is totally meaningless. You know, nobody gives a shit about Shiba Coin. Nobody really does, except for the people who think they're about to make a million dollars off a bunch of idiots who are going to buy something because it's got a dog token on it. Um, and so we need more cute puppies. We need more cute puppies. We <laughs> way, may, way more puppy saying. tokens. We're not doing enough. We're really proud of our way of getting better. there, but yeah, right, we're gonna um, But uh, it's a it's a tortoise versus a hare thing. I think 99% of the mindset in the shitcoins and altcoins is that this is a tech startup, and that we need to get as many users as possible right out the gate, and we need to do everything. You know, it's the AOL. I'm going to provide somebody with a curated internet. We're going to have chat rooms. We're going to give you your horoscope and your weather report. You're going to log in to us, and then we are going to be your whole internet, and you're not even going to be able to get outside of our hub. That lasted for a long, that seven years or something in the 90s that model worked prodigy CompuServe, aol like that was a big thing and then slowly the the open like ass. more secure like base protocol just became the one that people built on top of it didn't bloat it was it was there to it was actually fundamentally sound and everything moved spread back out to the internet and i think that's what bitcoin is it's not a tech toy where you want to get as many gadgets on it it's a it's a security system it is tech to make 
a sound money. The money is the purpose of it. Um, and we got like DLCs and Taproot and shit going on Lightning. And like you can make all the DeFi and the tokens and shit on Bitcoin. It's just you can't sell it to anybody because Bitcoiners don't want it. It's dog shit and they know it. So they go off and they do their own altcoins and stuff. And, you know, I don't even, even if somehow like we end up in a world with like a million shit coins and tokens and stuff, I don't really fucking care. If, uh, if it removes money from control of the state, cool. Take yeah. your fucking Whatever. Ethereum. Right, you're care. still you're still defunding but, the state. Like the the cr- most yeah. critical part of why we would love Bitcoin is libertarians. Yeah. Even if the worser money is where people want to place their money, we're still they're still basically voting against government and defunding Fine. it because you can't shit. be robbed yeah. through inflation. Like I don't care, but right. I still think I still think Bitcoin is the most trusted. Bitcoin is gonna stay the king and. Uh, it's, it's gonna fucking the next couple of years is gonna be insane. All right, we fucking did it live, Shoulderberg. <laughs> yeah. This was a blast. Oh yeah. Let me uh, shout out some of the the people we got out here. I know biting the bullet was out here. Oh, yeah. We got a uh, tower gang hanging out out here. Um, obviously timeline Earth. What I forget. What's the name of your podcast again? Bitcoin Audible. People can find Bitcoin Audible. We got Steamboat Comedy. Anyone else out here got a podcast? I'll plug it. Slurp gang. Slurp gang hanging out. Balls to the wall. What else we got? Anyone else? Liberty Weekly. Rebel with a cause. Rebel with the cause. Liberty Weekly. Weekly. God damn it. There's no actual audience here. (laughs) (laughs) This is a content creator. (laughs) Guys, uh, this was a blast. Thank you for uh, hanging out with us. And uh, that's our show. Later. Let's go. Hey, Troy, thing. can you send me uh, details on the planet we're going to? You don't talk. They sent me alone in space with a thing that beeps? Just use the interface and text me the info. I don't talk, blah, blah, blah! Why would you even have an advanced ship with the thing that can't speak? If you could already navigate the whole fucking ship, just speak to me! Yeah, I get it. You beep. Okay, Droid thing. I want the info on the ship and the info on the planet we're going to. Quit beeping! That's it. Where's the eject button? There's gotta be an eject button. Okay, goodbye, Troy! I hope you enjoy flying through space! Ooh, fuck these things. It's like being in space with an alarm clock. Well, I hacked what I needed out of that, and there's no way I'm gonna be stuck in space with the thing that beeps. From now on, I'm adjusting all Federation equipment before I go anywhere. Alright, let's try and calm the ship. This is mechanic. I'm in captain. This is mechanic. They put the antenna on the droid. There's a giant ship, and they put the comms on the droid. Okay, just breathe. Just breathe. I need to unbuckle. These buckles are restrictive. There's no release. There's no release. They put the buckle release on the droid. Are you telling me I'm floating through space, stuck in a ship, and I can't release my buckle? buckle.